little bit of a jigsaw puzzle thing there. So you might have noticed halfway through that uh, Jonathan pointed out that he had one of the pieces from the other jigsaw puzzle. And indeed, they all had a full set of pieces except for one piece, which I had <laughs> like a sneaky little ferret swapped over. Um, and the reason I did this is because it kind of ties in with the theme tonight. You know, when we have jigsaw puzzles, which have been established, Janine loves. I love them when it comes up to Christmas. Dreamy. But jigsaw puzzles, the whole point is we have a whole bunch of pieces, we stick them together, certain pieces belong with other pieces, and if you have the wrong ones, they don't fit together, there's certain shapes, they're only going to fit with the ones they're designed for, these little pesky little pieces. And they belong in certain pictures together. And that is kind of what we're looking at tonight, this idea of belonging. Now, sometimes I think that we can feel like jigsaw pieces. Now, I don't mean all weird shaped and made of cardboard, although maybe some of you do feel like that sometimes. Uh, but what I mean is that I think sometimes we go around life feeling a little bit like we're trying to figure out where we fit and what is the bigger picture that we fit into and where does our shape fit into, like a jigsaw piece fits in and we all know that we must belong somewhere but we're not entirely sure and so we ask where do I fit and that is the big question that we are looking at tonight where do I fit now I bet most of us in this room have had times where we've wondered if we fit in maybe you went to a new school from somewhere else maybe you remember the first time you came here maybe you moved to this part of the country from somewhere else in the country or even even a different country maybe you have gone away for the school holidays and you've come back and all of a sudden you don't feel like you fit with your friends anymore or you realize you have different interests to the people around you there are all kinds of different times when we wonder if we belong and whether we fit in and a side note here as well you can't ever really tell from looking at people if they feel like they belong so if you are in a situation and you feel all awkward and you're wondering if you fit in even if someone's smiling and laughing or even the center of attention you never know actually whether they feel at peace and whether they feel like they belong and they fit in so I can guarantee those times you felt a little bit on edge someone else probably has as well but asking where I fit in can be one life's of biggest questions and even adults deal with that if you talk to your crew leaders there'll be times as grown-ups that they have also struggled with wondering if they fit in like I can tell you the struggle to find someone to sit with on a Sunday morning at church is real sometimes, folks, because I hate sitting by myself. Even Nathan is literally nodding along here. But sometimes when people are you know, walking around and you're just like, where are my friends? I want to look like I have friends, like walking around. Like, I feel you. I get that on the regular. But the thing is, when we feel like we don't belong somewhere, it can hurt and it can be difficult. And the reason is, because we are designed, we are hardwired with a desire to belong. We are designed to be in community and to feel like we are part of a group that is bigger than ourselves. You see, belonging means that you feel safe to be yourself, not the you that you wish you were or the you that you try to be or the you that you think other people need you to be, but actually just being you. That you can go somewhere, that you are accepted, that you are seen, that you are known, that you are loved, that you know that in that space, you are safe just to be you. Now, I don't know if anyone else has had this, but when I was younger, 
quite a lot younger. Uh, I don't know if anyone else has done this, but sometimes people would say things to me like, oh, have you heard of like such and such a band or have you seen such and such a film? And I'd be like, yeah, I have. And I hadn't, but it's because I was totally just trying to like play along with it. And they'd be like, oh, which album do you like? And I'd be like, oh, the second one. And then they'd be like, trick question, there's only one. And I'd be like, oh, that's really awkward. So I don't know if anyone else has had that thing where you've pretended to like something to fit in because I definitely did when I was younger. But you see, we can do all sorts of things to try and fit in, but this feeling of belonging, it's kind of elusive and it always changes. And things can happen in our everyday lives as well that change our feeling of belonging. Maybe there's an argument that you have with a friend, or maybe your friendship group splits in two and you're not sure which side of that friendship group you're supposed to be in anymore. Maybe you all of a sudden realize that you've grown or changed or your interests are different. There can be different things that happen that impact whether we feel like we belong, and when we're questioning, where does the real me belong? Now, luckily, the Bible can help us out here, and so I'm going to take a little bit of a different track, but I'm going to loop around, I promise. Now, the bit of the Bible we're going to look at is from the book of Acts, like the church's origin stories, the beginning, the emergence of the church. Now, a little bit of context here. Jesus' original followers were mostly Jewish folks, people who followed the Jewish religion. They went to the temple. They'd grown up here. They'd heard a Messiah and a Savior was going to come. And then when Jesus came, loads of them were like, ah, Jesus, the Savior, will follow him. And that is how a lot of the early church started. However, some of these guys, in their infinite wisdom, decided when they were thinking who's going to belong to the church, thought that in order to be a follower of Jesus, you were going to have to be a Jew first, which wasn't true. But they were going around saying, okay, to be a follower of Jesus, a Christian, you'd be a Jew first. It's kind of almost like saying, in order to go to KFC, you have to, well, in order to go to Nando's, I say, step up, you have to go to KFC first to try a little bit of chicken before you go to Nando's. It doesn't really quite add up. You don't need to do one to do the other. Now, however, there are a group of people back then known as the Gentiles. Gentiles, fancy word for anyone who isn't a Jew. Now, in this story, that is the context. But there is a guy called Paul. He's written loads of the New Testament. He went round sharing Jesus with loads of people. And he bumped into a woman called Lydia. Now, we are going to read about this from Acts 16, 13 to 15. And it is going to come up on the screen, I believe, for you all. Here we go. Don't know why I look that way. There's no screen that way. So it says, On the Sabbath, we went a little way outside the city to a riverbank, where we thought people would be meeting for prayer, and we sat down to speak with some women who had gathered there. Next slide. One of them was Lydia from that place, a merchant of expensive purple cloth who worshipped God. As she listened to us, the Lord opened her heart and she accepted what Paul was saying. She and her household were baptized and she asked us to be her guests. If you agree that I am a true believer in the Lord, she said, come and stay at my home. And she urged us until we agreed. So we see here that this woman, Lydia, is deciding to join the faith. Now, two things. Number one, she was a woman Women back then were unfortunately seen as second-class citizens in society, but she has her own business. She's like the original, like, you know, boss babe, and I just vomited a little bit in my mouth as I said boss babe, but 
There we go. But she was also a Gentile, so she was not someone who'd grown up in the Jewish faith. But we really get why this is such a big deal when we skip forward a bunch of verses. In the meantime, lots of things happened. Paul and his friend Silas went to prison and they broke out of prison. You can read about it in the Bible. But we skip forward and the next verse in Acts 16.40 says this. Magic on the screen there. After Paul and Silas came out of the prison, they went to Lydia's house where they met with the brothers and sisters and encouraged them then they left. Now, the brothers and sisters here were fellow believers. This woman who was a Gentile, who wasn't a Jew, she had now found new family. She'd found brothers and sisters in the other Christians in the church. There was loads of different genders and backgrounds, and here they were in one big community. Now, Paul actually says an amazing verse that we're also going to read, which is from Galatians 3, 26 to 28, last bit of the Bible for you guys. And it says here, there is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you're all one in Christ Jesus. What this means is that in Jesus, all the barriers that were put in society, that they don't matter Everyone belongs. And this still stands today, no matter your age, your background, your race, your gender, your ethnicity, how clever you are, your sexuality, your um, emotions, your abilities, nothing of that stuff impacts the fact that God wants to know you and that you can belong with him. And that is amazing news because the fact is Paul's message was that you belong in God's family and that you belong here. But as I come into land, I want to ask you three questions to get you having a little think in your noggins. The first one is, have you ever believed that you don't belong with God's people? Have you ever seen church as a place that you don't belong, maybe because of the stuff you've done or because of what people have said to you? Because you do belong with God's people. And if we have ever made you feel like you don't belong here at Life Central Youth, I want to apologize because you do belong here. But sometimes in any situations, people's actions can make us feel otherwise. The second question, have you ever acted as if others don't belong? Have you ever made snap judgments on someone or whether maybe you've actually not wanted someone to be in your group or your area? Have you ever thought you're too tired to make the extra effort with someone? Have you ever acted as if someone else doesn't belong? And the last one, have you ever believed that you don't belong with God? Because in the Bible, there are men, there are women, there are young, old, rich, poor. Everyone belongs with God. And that is the truth. Whether you believe in God or not, that is the truth for you guys to hear today. And the thing is, at the beginning, I said, sometimes I think that we feel a little bit like a jigsaw puzzle piece, that we have a specific shape and we're trying to fit in a specific picture, that maybe we're trying to fit into the picture that is life central youth. But actually, I want to suggest that maybe we're not like a jigsaw puzzle piece. Maybe we're more like a little Lego brick because you see, Lego always fits with Lego wherever you find other bits of Lego. A jigsaw piece won't fit in any jigsaw but a Lego piece will fit wherever there are other Lego pieces. And that is what it's like when it comes to God's family and belonging with God. Wherever he is, you belong. 